Episode 348, The Rant, Justin Joseph, Part 2, The Return. It's the pandemic now, and it was the pandemic before, since the last time we spoke. In this pod, we catch up in time of the interim, where we talk about how he still has been getting his fill playing, being around the game always, and what the future holds. All that and more, Justin Joseph, Part 2, On The Rant, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Geo Studios, now open. They are located one block south of Westbury Train Station in the heart of Long Island, New York. Looking to bring your art or event to life? Trying to record a podcast? Enjoy six rooms of studio space to create audio and visual content. It also includes an 800-square-foot cyclorama wall studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, three breakout rooms for four to six people each, which include a green room and lounges, a quality surround sound with six speakers and studio lighting, and most importantly, two on-site restrooms. You know I need my restrooms. Book your space today. For more information, find us at geoevents.com. The Rant has been brought to you by Long Island Legends U, the premier youth flag football league on Long Island. Calling all ages from 4 under to 18 and under, both boys and girls. Sign up as a team or a free agent. Expect pictures, social media posts, full game weekly highlight videos, and much, much more. Fall season for 2021 is rapidly approaching. Sign up today. To register, visit legendsu.com or follow us on Instagram at LILegendsU. Legends are not born, they are created. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a super special guest, part two, The Return. Somebody that uh, always represents Queens, has a really nice, cool branding on his uh, phone that shows all the things that uh, that he, he really uh, embodies, I would say, uh, somebody that I've seen develop over time. We've had a close relationship every time at Island Garden. From episode 218 fame, St. Mary's alum, also crazy college odyssey and might be to continue right now. And of course, one of the scores at Island Garden, Mr. Just, Justin Joseph. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me again, referee Rand. Appreciate you. Welcome to the Chop Shop, man. Yes, sir. It's beautiful in here, man. Definitely be back at some point, whenever that is. You Absolutely. Let me know. Anytime. If if there's like one piece that you like really gravitated towards, what 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 piece do you think it would be? Like, is there an object that you're like, mm, that's interesting? Yeah, that Lamar Odom jersey I'm looking at right now. It's mm. crazy. You just explained the situation about that five minutes ago. Yeah. But there's also them plaques that's behind me. Yeah. The Catholic League joints, you know what I'm saying, from the league that I got one in. Word. And it led to a state championship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You so, know where that plaque is? So it's somewhere? It's on my wall, actually. Okay. It's right under cool. the picture we took from the state championship. Imagine having, like, this many of them. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can, I can only imagine because... Uh, I've been past high school, so I wouldn't even know. Mm. But, you know, getting one is a blessing at that. So. Yeah. So I distinctly remember the time period when we spoke last time on episode 218, which was like, you know, 100 episodes ago. But it was still kind of like towards when the pandemic was getting super frustrating. It was like the the George Floyd time when mm -hmm. people were going out. We were like, you, you going out? Like, it was to the point when like going outside was like really taboo and we were doing like underground things to try to figure things out. But, you know, a year later and a couple of more months later, matter of fact, it's interesting. 
I guess this time period of the coronavirus. And obviously we caught up the last time, but since then, I'd say, I think we first, I first saw you aside from doing the interview was at the tournament. And I think it was just like really bugged out because it went from like such a long period of time of doing nothing, literally Mm. a year Mm. to like, Oh, we're back in it. And not only we back in it, this is crazy. And it would have been crazy if, if it was small and if it was just like competitive, because we just haven't seen that in so long. Right. But I do remember I saw you at the uh, the New York High School Madness Tournament. Um, and it was different because I think you probably remember me from just from the context of like, I just was always at Island Garden, right? I was at Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all day, Sunday, right. just reffing all in day. And that's in there faithfully. Right. <laughs> so I remember like that whole tournament. I love that tournament so much, not because I was associated with it, or just like I helped plan it, but more so just just from a referee's perspective, everyone was able to see each other, that camaraderie. And I knew it was a great tournament because I didn't even ref it. And I was jealous that I wasn't refing it, even though I could have just refed it if I wanted to. But I just made it a point that I wanted to be taken seriously as an administrator. So I definitely said to myself, like, I'm not going to ref this at all. Right. You took that step back and was like, let me just see what's yeah. going on. And I remember I saw you, it was Nazareth versus John Bound, which is like, I mean, these guys have been wanting to play for like a year and you could see it on the court. They just was like, they were going off. They were like, and it was weird because they were kind of rusty, but mm. the passion was there. What was your experience like when you uh, visited the New York high school, man? And when did you find out about it? Or did you just come into the gym? Like, what is this? Now, I found out about the March Madness tournament maybe like a week before it happened. That's when I texted you. It was like, yo, can I work the tournament? Because, you know, I haven't been around basketball in a long time since then. So I wanted to see, you know, what the talent was like in New York City, um, how, the, how the teams would look. I also wanted to, you know, see how the experience would be with a new tournament in Island Garden, as big as it was, you know, 64 teams. That was like basically March Madness just on the high school level. So yeah. um, it was amazing. I was heavily impressed. You know, doing the clock for all the games and almost every game that I did, whether it was like the first round, a couple of rounds, the constellations and everything, it was all great games. You know, maybe it might have been one game that was a blowout, but aside from that, everything was within like five or ten points. Um, and definitely there was a lot of talent, you know, from like schools like Jefferson, uh, South Shore, St. Francis Prep, Nazareth, the Holy Cross. They had a lot of talent there and it was great to see that. Mm, yeah, it, it was super great to see that. And it was great to see you because I just know all of us. You know, I think I was also so far removed from thinking about reffing. So it was kind of weird how it went from like zero to like 800 to me because I just wasn't, it just wasn't on my radar. Um, but after that, I would say that Island Guard has started slowly opening up. People were starting to wear masks. And then, you know, now it's like a different variation of everything where it's like some people aren't vaccinated. Some people are vehemently against vaccinations. But we don't know because nobody checking. Like it's not to the point where it was like before where You'd be have to be six feet away. You would have to put hand sanitizer on your your leg. I mean, it, it just was really crazy at that point. But that, that was the real madness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but going back to what I was saying, just like from when that tournament happened, and then you know you probably started playing, and I'm sure you was playing somewhere underground at that time. But when things started getting normalized, where were you in your basketball? Um, I guess. Your life. Do you think that you started thinking about wanting to play, wanting to take it seriously? Because I know how much you love the game and it's really hard for things to get taken. I mean, last year they had the rims off. Like it was crazy. Sick. So 
where were you after the tournament? I'd say like around April 2021. What were you doing? Did you start playing basketball like at a higher frequency? Did you appreciate it more since it was gone for so long? Listen, I love the game of basketball so much to the point where I was eager to play at any point. Like it was during the pandemic, I wanted to play too, but obviously that situation wasn't there. So definitely after the March Madness tournament, I said to myself, yo, I got to play every day again. Like, I can't wait to get back. Whenever there's an open gym, whenever there's a workout where the doors is open for me to, you know, work on my craft and stuff, I was like, yes, I would definitely be back in the gym. And sure enough, I was. Anytime there was a run, I was there. Mm. Now, talk about what it's like now. Um, obviously, there was a whole bunch of summer tournaments that normally would happen, happen this year. And then I guess it just, it seems like it's kind of normal now, right? Would you say? Yeah, it's pretty much normal now. You know, you still, you still see some masks and there's moments where you don't. But at the same time, every I pretty much see everybody outside. Everybody's hooping. Everybody getting back to what it was before. So, are you playing in a in a league right now? Uh, right now I'm chilling. Right now I'm a free agent. If anybody need me for a tournament, but aside from that, you know, right now I'm just working out. I'm playing at open gyms. You know, just making sure I stick with my craft, get better each and every single time I step on the floor, and just getting my conditioning back to peak shape like I was before the pandemic. That's really what I'm working on right now. But as a tournament, you know, say anything that comes up, you know, I'm there. Percentage-wise, where are you with that? I think right now I'm like 85%. All right, so it's not... Percentage is pretty low when I first got back, but, you know, over time as I was playing and, you know, even currently right now with the all-open gyms I go to, like maybe two, three, four times a week, um, it's getting my conditioning back to the way I want to, you know. So it's a, it's a slow process, but, you know, progressing each every single time. Mm. Speaking of progressions, uh, you know, you go to Island Garden right now and it's like, wow, this looks like the Apple Store now. <laughs> like, what happened to the floors? Like, damn, this is... Look, Craig, I can't even bring my chairs there anymore. You know what I'm saying? You got to put like, I was saying, Dwayne, Dwayne got real mad at me, right? He looked at me like, don't bring this never again. And I was like, what if I put a tennis ball in it? What if I install a tennis ball? He's like, don't talk to me like that. I said, all right. <laughs> Shout out to Dwayne, man. But what do you think about the new courts, man? It's about time. Yeah. I remember every time, every year they redid the courts and everything, it would be good for one week and the next week you slipping and busting your ass. You, you know still I mean? there though. So, yeah, because it's new. Look how beautiful no, it I'm is. No, I'm saying you were still there when 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 it wasn't. Oh, I was. As long as they got <laughs> as long as they got rims, they got a foul line, a three-point line, all the line, all the lines necessary on the basketball court, I'm there. Mm. So it's still a gym. So regardless, I'm gonna be in there. But the fact that they changed the course is beautiful now. I ain't slipping no more. I can make any move, whatever traction I need to. Uh it's it's lit. It's lit. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Jim Fox and all the powers that be that made that happen. Um, it's definitely a good thing. Like shout out to y'all. It, it's just like I feel like the atmosphere is going to be different too. Definitely moving forward. Do you feel like that going there day in day out? Do you feel like the atmosphere is better now? Because now that you made a, a uplift to the facility, now that you redid the courts, you know it's beautiful, nice and polished and everything. You know you now you compete with the other gyms that upgraded their gyms as well. So you'll still be able to get the clientele like you had previously, currently, and you'll make new. New relationships with people because mm -hmm. now you got a facility that everybody's gonna want to come to now just due to the fact you just made a new court. Right. It's just a prime example. Yeah, that's that's so true, man. Um, <clears throat> I I do want to know. Do you think you would ever ref? I'm just very curious because like I always see you doing the book. It's like, well, don't you want to just ref? Yeah, man, I do. But if somebody tests my patience, it's gonna get a little. Ugly. But why would you feel that way? I feel like you got a lot of patience. No, I, I do. But you know, some of them on the sideline, especially the ones that ain't good. I ain't trying to hear none of that. Why? Wouldn't you be like me, just talk back? Yeah, I would talk back. I like to talk back. But then you know some get a little disrespectful where they talk a little bit more than they should. That's they, fine. They, they might say something crazy. Yeah, but I don't think that matters. Well, you let me know if you're ever interested in doing that. And, you know, just talking about all of the new refs. And I think what's interesting about Island Garden is such a pivotal time because 
I feel like in the beginning, especially when you start refing, you don't understand how difficult it is to get a game, like one game, right? When I first started, it would be like, I don't even know where to go. I don't even know who to call. I don't even know how to start. I, and it was nothing but CYO. And it was like a weird, archaic style. You had to get the game. You had to like call on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. And hopefully that assigner uh, was available. But chances are there was other 30 referees trying to call the same person. So you may or may not get on the phone with that person. And then whatever they give you is whatever they give you. Then I started refing the Island Garden. And that's when I realized like, okay, this is how you do it. And I remember my first day, they knew I was new. And in the beginning, you probably get like one game for just one day, right? Mm -hmm. Then maybe the next time you would get two games in one day. Then next thing you know, you, you're there twice in a week doing two games, like maybe a Tuesday and then a Thursday. But all the while, I just remember I would see the same people on court three, on court two, on court one. And I'm like, every three weeks I go, no matter what, they're still there. So I'm thinking like, yo, I, I feel like they did like 60 games since the last time I worked here. And I didn't work since last time I was here. <laughs> no, they checks looking lovely. <laughs> so then you start realizing like, okay, once you get good, you might be there four times a week. And then you might be there five times a week. And then you might be there all day Saturday and Sunday. And then that's basically what happened to me. And then just for whatever reasons, I remember I got fired once because I switched and I shouldn't have. Then I did it again. So I, I went through all that. But, you know, I think I realized that what it took to be, you know, a really good referee. I know it's a place where you cut your teeth. You start to learn how to really referee. And you also just the camaraderie. And you see that all the time on the ground. But I do know that um, there has been a new crop, a new generation of referees that have been at Island Garden. Um, do you notice that, that there's newer referees and that they're hopefully they're excelling like Corey? I, I know you, you probably see Corey because he's an excellent basketball player, but he's a pretty good ref for a 19 year old, I'd say. Right. Did you know he was 19? Yeah, I knew he was young. I know he goes to Farmingdale State. That's weird, he man. He can hoop. He can hoop. That's crazy. Yeah. Like you say, he definitely can hoop. Yeah. So talk talk about those referees now on the ground, all the newer referees, and how are they doing um, in comparison to the to the veterans just from on the ground? Well, my analysis, they're doing pretty well. So if, if y'all hearing this, y'all doing a good job. That's coming from me. But at the same time, I, I feel like they all doing a great job. Um, they're learning young, so it's great that they're doing it now at 18, 19 years old because mm. when they get a little older and they might want to take it as a profession, you know, they already got that experience behind them to go with. So the, the young referees are definitely doing a good job, and they're passionate about it too. Yeah. So it's one thing to do it, but if you're not passionate, you may not put your all in it, but uh, they actually have the passion, the passion to do it. Mm. So. so I want to go back to the pandemic. So obviously we're still in it, and it's going to be the winter. And believe it or not, if you look at the news, like it is as bad as it when it was the worst. And like I said, it feels like we're just normal, right? But I will say there are times where I'm just wearing a mask at all times, especially when I'm coaching my volleyball team. Um, but during the pandemic, obviously, things have changed since the last time we spoke. Um, just talk about that year that you experienced from, you know, the summer of 2020 to all the way now when taping this on September 20. Now, now it's September 30th, 2021, because it's already it's one o'clock in the morning. So I mean, I'm in rare form right now. How has your pandemic been and what have you been up to? What have you what kind of I, I guess your your mindset has it changed um, since then? Um, for the most part, you know, my eating habits changed a little bit. Uh, when it comes to the to the mask and stuff like that, I wear my mask everywhere because it's almost like now a uniform. 
know what I'm saying? You know, they say phone keys, wallet, the mask is automatically in there now just because, you know, I've been just so used to it since the pandemic has happened. But aside from that, you know, I've been in better spirits because basketball came back. I'm able to play again. I'm able to get into that routine. Like I did, the summer, ba- the summer basketball tournaments came back, so I was able to hoop. I was able to compete. So I was able to get back to that flow like I was prior to the pandemic. So pretty much through the pandemic, I've been good. You know, I have my days where I might still have my little anxiety about certain things. Because, you know, even though it looks like we're free and everything right now, we're, we're not all the way there. You know, there's restrictions on most things where you could where you could go, what you can do. So it's still that that aura there. But aside from that, you know, I've been better progressively yeah. since then. As you mentioned, the summer was normal in comparison to 2020 where all the rims were down in NYC and then there weren't really any leagues. What leagues did you participate in? And talk about some of your best moments in summer 2021. Uh, I played in the Gersh Park tournament, very lit tournament. The experience is lovely. The crowd is on you. So that whole environment is something to go to. So in summer 2022, if you can, check out Gersh Park. I played in LES Express. That was my best tournament. So basically, um, after a year of not playing any games, LES Express was my first game back. So at first I had the jitters. I had Mm. anxiety. Like, am I going to be the same Justin I was prior to 2020? Um, Am I still going to be the same, maybe better? Uh, First game, you know, I hit... The first two or three threes. After that, I was like, yeah, Justin's back. Mm. So I thought I lost a step, but I didn't. You know, maybe, like I said, conditioning, I was out of source. But in terms of just straight basketball and the way I'm able to shoot, the way I'm able to play, the IQ and everything of that nature, I was I was still there. And um, I, definitely, LES Express is another valid tournament to be in. I also played in the Island Garden League where I averaged damn near 25 a clip. You know, so it was definitely, IG was definitely valid. And I also played in crunch time for a game. I was playing crunch time for a game. It was definitely a valid. They didn't get the result that I wanted to, but at the same time, crunch time is definitely a valid tournament being in Long Island. Mm. So I definitely recommend that tournament as well. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to crunch time. Those are my people's. Um, I went to the final. Did you did you go to crunch? So shout out to Marcus. He's on the side over here. Also, one of, one of the top dogs at Island Garden. Um, when, did you go to crunch time at all this summer? It was it was pretty it was an exciting uh, atmosphere there, right? Yeah, it was it was super fire over there. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. Um so, you know, it was crazy. Now that you're in the throes of basketball and you mentioned it as your craft, what specifically are you working? What are you adding into your bag? Oh, uh, let's see. Shooting is I hope I'm not disclosing it. You know what I mean? I hope nah, I'm not nah, just nah, you got uh shooting. Definitely what I have. Everybody that know me know I'm a shooter, so that's in the bag anyway. Uh, working on pick and roll game, working a little more on ball handling, you know, just trying to get the, the field back again in terms of, like, making certain moves, just having the ball on the string. You know, just the, just the little necessaries and the fundamentals of the game. Mm. That's mainly what I work on, just the fundamentals of the game and just keeping my game sharp so that night in and night out I could be at my best. Mm. And I'm going to segue that to you were talking earlier off air about, you know, obviously you call it a craft. Obviously you love the game so much. Done found out after the pandemic, you probably got some college eligibility left. Talk about what what you're trying to do. You, you you're thinking about going back to the college ranks and playing? Yes, because I have one year left. For a fact, I know I have one year left, so I'm definitely looking to go back to the college ranks. But you know, we're gonna speak on that soon. Just gotta work on certain things and let's see where it goes from there. All right, okay. but that that's what your goal is, right? Yeah, it's my goal, but you know, say another plan could happen. You never know, so mm. you just gotta stay tuned for that. That's so true. See, I I like that. I try to entrap you in it, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> Well, I guess moving forward, depending on how it goes, what are your plans for the fall and the, the winter? Um, my plan is just to do what I got to do in school because I'm finishing up with school, um, get to the money, stay in the gym, 
making sure my game is crisp every single time I step on the floor. So every time I get on that basketball court, I look to get better each and every single time. That's the goal is to always work to be better than you was the, the time before. So I'm just working on, like I said, working on my craft, just mention that again. And just, you know, just loving the game the way I do and just keep getting better every day. It's a progression. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what I'm going to Well, I'll probably be refing a little bit and I'll probably just pop into Island Garden. But, yo, we'll leave some more meat on the bones for a part three. Um, I thank you, man. I, I really wish you continued success in all the things you do. And just to crack some more jokes at Island Garden, man. I, I love when you're at the table. I'm like, oh, my man Justin here. That's why I get mad when y'all on court two, man, and I'm on court one. I'm like, why don't y'all come on my court, man? Stop playing. And speak to the boss. That ain't, that ain't <laughs> me, man. You got to speak to the boss on that one. <laughs> Any final words you want to say before we part ways? Um, yes. I want to thank all my friends and family. You know, y'all are all a blessing. You, learn, you learned your lesson last time, I see. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I appreciate all of them. It's too many to name, but they all have an influence for my love of basketball and, of course, in life in general. They all taught me life lessons that have grasping me to this day and I'm learning each every single day from all of y'all so I appreciate y'all also I want to make a shout out to my brand that just launched Grind to Conquer I have shorts and shirts available I'm getting into hoodies I'm getting into sweats I'm getting to the whole nine so you can follow the IG page at G2C underscore production and stay tuned because we on the come up and there's more to go yeah you gotta send me that link I'll, I'll get some merch oh yeah for a fact I got you word my man Justin Joseph Ralph the Ref this is The Rant we are signing out peace peace <laughs>